Welcome to the How to Start a Career course from Plato University, where you're going to learn the secret job search strategies of top candidates to find meaningful work, build your network, and have long-lasting career success. If you want to learn how to land your dream job in any type of market, join us at plato.university for exclusive content and actionable exercises with every lesson. I'm your learning guide, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. Welcome back. Yesterday, you started the application process and we discussed the different elements that you should have when filling out your application. We discussed different places that you can apply, like job aggregators, job boards, career sites, and so on. And we discussed the process to do this, starting with identifying who we're applying to, crafting our resume and cover letter, applying through whatever system that they would like us to apply through, and then following up afterwards. Now we did all of this in order to get to the next step, which is actually talking to somebody. And most of the time in a recruiting funnel, this is going to be done as a phone interview, which is what we'll cover today. Now the initial phone interview, or in today's day and age might be a Zoom call, is an initial screen, often with a recruiter or someone of the company's talent team. The goal of this initial screen is to make sure you're not full of it, don't show up late, or come across as a total weirdo. Basically making sure that you're a qualified candidate and worth taking to an actual interview. Interviewers use the telephone to weed out applicants. And these might be scheduled for a certain time and date so that you have plenty of time to prepare for them. But other times, a networking call may turn into a phone interview when you realize the person on the other end of the phone is in a position to hire you. Your goal during these interviews is to move it to a face-to-face meeting. So all you must do is convince the employer She will not be wasting time if she meets with you in person. This first interview is usually with someone on the talent acquisition or human resource team. In general, they are looking to make sure that you're qualified for the job. They will be more focused on making sure you have the right experience to be successful at the job. They will spend most of the interview asking more structured questions and diving into your resume. Looking at this from their perspective, they just want to make sure they are not hiring the wrong person. This is the HR department's biggest fear. For you, the goal of this interview should be to show them that you are qualified for the role and that you have the skills to be successful in the role. This will move you along to the next round. Once you pass this test, you will have gained an ally. It is now in the HR employee's best interest to help you get the job. This is because they have already given you their blessing since they pushed you through to the next round. Take advantage of that and reach back out to them and ask for advice on how to prepare for the next interview. If you do well in the next interview, it will help the HR employee look good because it shows that they're doing a good job at finding top talent. Now let's discuss the process of how you can do an amazing job with this phone interview so that you move to the next round of interviews. It should come as no surprise, but the first step for preparing for a phone interview is to do more research. You want to make sure that you are familiar with the company, the role, and the individuals interviewing you. You should know what the company is about, their mission and vision statements, their goals, and where the company sees themselves in five years. You also need to understand how the company makes money. Regardless of the position that you're being hired for, you're either selling a product or you're facilitating the sales of a product. This will also give you insight into what problems they may have in the business because every challenge that they come across is keeping them from making those sales. You also want to understand the competitive landscape. Who are the main competitors and what makes them different? Oftentimes, this information can be found in a company's annual report, which you can find online. 
The second thing you want to do is a lot of research on the role that you're interviewing for. Visit websites like Glassdoor.com to see what people who held that position say about it. You'll also be able to find out about compensation and much more information. Now, as you're doing this, remember the goal of your role that you're being hired for is to figure out how you're solving a need for the organization. How many people in the company have the same role? What rules do people who do a great job in that position move into next? Try to understand what a typical week looks like inside that role. In most entry-level jobs, you'll spend about 80% of your time working on 20% of the tasks in the job description. Try to understand what these tasks are. This is also a good time to go back to the informational interviews that you did. And if you haven't done those, then go on LinkedIn and try to connect with people who are currently in that role or were in that role before. They will be the best resource to get this information. And last but not least, do your homework on the interviewer. Who are you interviewing with and what is their role? The way this recruiter or HR person is going to interview will be different than your potential manager because different people are looking for different things. You need to be prepared to adjust your answers and your examples to overcome their personal objections. What you will find is that the bigger the role and the bigger the investment from the company, the more interviews that you're going to have to go through. This is due to the fact that a bad hire costs one to three times the first year salary for that position. So the company will use more resources in the interview process to lower their risk of a bad hire. Also make sure that you have good notes about why you are the best person for this position, your qualifications, your training, and your related experience. Have no doubt that the HR person is going to ask you about these experiences, maybe just one or two, because oftentimes these phone interviews are only about 15 minutes. One of the best things that you can do is to create talking points that easily tell the phone interviewer why you're qualified for this role. I'm going to give you a quick template called the four P's, which will help you to sell yourself during the interview process. The four P's are promise, picture, proof, and pitch. So promise is something along the lines of, I can help you with X so your company can achieve Y. Remember, the company has some sort of problems and they're trying to achieve some goal. So what do your skills help them with? What challenge do they overcome? That's going to be X. And what is their major goal? That's going to be Y. A very simple example would be, I can help with marketing campaigns so your company can sell more product. Pretty simple, but it clearly states what you're able to do for the company. Next, let's move to picture. Paint a picture of what it looks like when you're on board. Use the word we as much as possible and mentally walk them through the bright future you are solving their problems in said role. So explain how you would create the marketing campaigns and the way it's going to achieve making them more sales. Paint a picture in detail. Next, we're going to move to the third P, which is proof. Tell stories and give examples of times you have solved problems and gotten results and follow up with references. So now you've told them you can make them a marketing campaign. You told them how you'll do it. Now you want to give them proof that you've done it in the past giving examples of when you've done that and references to other people you've worked with so they can follow up on that proof. The last P is pitch. This is the ask portion and it could be as simple as, so what are the next steps in the application process? And following up by email to get the second call or sending over a proposal if you're looking for a contract, say you're doing freelance work or something like that. Use this formula and practice it with friends and family before the interview. Reviewing your personal pitch and bullet points beforehand. You don't want to sound like you're reading off a script, but you also don't want to ramble. Now, the beautiful thing about doing a phone interview or doing something on Zoom is you can have these notes up in front of you. 
but you still want to have them memorized so that you can quickly recall them. Because again, the phone interview is very short. Which brings me to my next point is to before the interview to practice. So ask friends, acquaintances, acquaintances of friends, particularly people who have or are doing the job you want or work at a similar place or have a lot of experience interviewing. There's even websites like Clarity if you can't find a few people within your network. Another great trick is to record yourself answering questions and then play it back to see where you can improve. The best public speakers watch hours of themselves talking and then use that knowledge to become the best in class. After you've done all this preparation, the day comes that you actually have the phone interview. The very first thing to this is be on time. This cannot be stressed enough. Get into a quiet place with good reception and or internet connectivity and be ready five minutes beforehand. Make sure you test out all the equipment and that your internet's running smoothly. Timeliness and preparedness are one of the major things that are looked for in the initial screen and an easy way to shine. You'd be blown away by how many people skip this step and take these busy calls on a street corner, in a cafe, or just show up late altogether. Remember, this is your first impression with somebody that is going to be responsible for hiring you. Now, most interviewers are going to have a set of questions that they're going to ask you and will lead most of the conversation. But don't forget to keep up your end of the conversation as well. This is especially important when the interviewer does not give you the openings you need to sell yourself. Always have a few intelligent questions prepared to save the situation. Some of these questions might be, what are the major responsibilities in this job? What will be the first projects I tackle? What are the biggest challenges the department faces this year? And what will be my role as a team member in tackling them? Which projects will I be involved with during the first six months? Who succeeds in this job and why? Who fails in this job and why? When you start getting a clear understanding of the employer's needs with questions like these, you can seize the opportunity to sell yourself appropriately. You can ask something like, would it be of value if I described my experience in relation to this role? Or you can start diving into the four P's that you prepared earlier. When you identify an employer's imminent challenges and demonstrate how your skills can lessen the load, you portray yourself as a properly focused employee with a problem-solving mentality and immediately move closer to a face-to-face interview because everyone likes to hire a problem solver. Don't forget to keep up your end of the conversation by also giving verbal signals that you're engaged in it. Using comments like, "Uh uh-huh, that's interesting, go on, great, yes, are verbal equivalents of the body language techniques you'll use to show interest during a face-to-face meeting. And if possible, take notes during this meeting. They'll be valuable for you in case the interviewer gets interrupted. When they come back on the line, you can be helpful by reminding them we were just discussing so-and-so. This will be appreciated and show that you're organized and paying attention. These notes will also be valuable when you go to the face-to-face interview. I also recommend standing for these interviews. When you're seated, you often slouch over and it's going to compress your lungs and you're not going to talk as confidently or as clearly. But standing allows you to be on firm ground, to breathe more deeply, and speak more confidently. In fact, this is good advice for any type of speaking that you're doing. In fact, I'm recording all of these lessons while standing up because it's going to allow me to speak more clearly and more confidently. Now let's discuss a few of the popular questions that you'll get during the phone interview and a quick tip for how to respond to them. The first thing is, is they might ask you what you're looking for. And without having a whole lot of knowledge about the company, it's hard for you to really say. Unless you're applying for a specific role, you may not be sure what you're looking for. So keep your answer general and focused on A, improving yourself professionally, and B, becoming a productive member of their team. The next question you might get asked are, what are your strengths? 
So if you know the specific skill requirements required for the role, make sure that you emphasize those in your answer. If not, then briefly outline what your top technical and transferable skills are with evidence to support them. The next question you might get asked is what is your greatest weakness? Here, you don't want to throw away the opportunity before you even get in the door and have a real understanding of the job. So here you can mention a brand new skill that you're developing and say you've been working on it and trying to keep atop of your profession, but still in the process of learning it. Now, as you come towards the end, they might give you an opportunity to ask some questions as well. And here we can return to that list before to open up the door for us to sell ourselves some more. Asking things like, what are the most immediate challenges of the job? What are the most important projects I'll be working on in the first six months? What skills and behaviors are most important to success on the job? And why do some people succeed and others fail during this work? You can also inquire about the next steps in the interview procedure. They'll most likely tell you what the next type of interview is like. And you might ask something like, would you tell me some of the critical areas that we'll cover during that interview? This will help you to start getting prepared for the next interview. You've also done a ton of research. So craft two or three meaningful questions that you may want to ask at the end of the interview. This will go a long way to show your engagement. After you've had the phone interview, then we're going to want to follow up again. This is something I've already covered, but it's what we're going to do during the entire process. So after you've completed the first screen, whether it's on phone or video chat, email the person you were talking to. If you don't already have their email, you can most likely find it in the calendar invite and send them a note thanking them for their time. You can get a bonus point if you can authentically compliment them, the company, or something that you learned on the call. Even more, try and send over something of interest or relevance to the role or company. For example, if you're interviewing for a role where you're supposed to make partnerships between the company and outside partners, email them a list of 10 to 25 major partners you think would be great for that company. This shows that you take initiative, that you understand the role, and may even give key insights into the first things that you could be doing once you're hired for the role. In your note, finish by telling them that you look forward to the next steps and that if there is anything else you can provide, to let you know. This note doesn't have to be complicated. It could be simple as, Hi name, I hope you had a great weekend. I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation last week regarding the position at X company. If there are any questions I can answer, I'd be happy to make myself available at your convenience. Thanks so much. Signed your name. Of course, if you can add in some of those other things that we just mentioned, that's only going to give you extra brownie points. The follow-up is so simple, yet so impactful, since less than 5% of candidates do this. So for our activity today, as you're going through the application process and you get those phone interviews set up, remember to research the company, to prepare your talking points, and then to practice with somebody before that interview. And to do this activity every single time you're going to have a phone interview. Research the company, prepare your talking points, and practice the interview beforehand. Thank you for taking the How to Start a Career course. To get everything you need for your job search, including advanced resources, personal coaching, and a community of passionate learners, then visit plato.university slash courses slash career and join us for free. Again, that's plato.university slash courses slash career. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.